Hey, SoundCloud listeners, this is Ed Van Ness. And I'm John Shannon. You found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. You can catch us live every Saturday at 10 a.m. by going to RadioTFI.com. Enjoy the show. Adios. See ya. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. Over. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus, yeah? And change your behavior so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing your behavior so you won't get it. Think about changing your behavior so you don't give it to somebody else. It's Monday, August 10th, 2020. And you are listening to the Taxi Stand Hour here on Radio TFI and on Periscope. The Scope. From, there we go. From the Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota. I am John Shannon. From the Radio TFI Executive Tower. Hey, I see gleam. It was a nice sunny day today. It was actually. Well, parts of okay. it were. Parts of it were. Well, I'm seeing the sun gleaming off the tower, man. I'm telling you, it's a sight to behold. <laughs> but enough about that. I present to you the most well-rested individual in talk radio history. It is Mr. Ed Van Ness. Good evening, sir. Good evening, kids and kittens. As always, welcome aboard. We trust you've had a fine, fine weekend. You've had a wonderful first day of the week. You let it off, and uh, you, you hit one right out of the park today. You made it home. You rounded to third base. You slid into home. You've had dinner. You've uh, you've done what you had to do. It's relaxation time. It is 9 p.m. on the East Coast. It is 6 p.m. on the West Coast. You have just slid in the door, but that's okay. We're still here for you. Settle down. Oh. Relax. Put them put them tootsies up. Give them dogs a rest. Ow! And have a drink of your favorite, favorite beverage. That's right. John's having a Minute Maid, and I'm having... Uh, I give you all what a chance. Normally has. Mm. Look but at this though. I see zero sugar. Zero see. sugar in that. Good for you. Good for you. No, no carbs. No. Uh, Wonderful. It's like no drinking it. Sodium. It's like drinking air. Uh, no, well, for, for those of you watching on the scope, you may notice my my camera looks a little different this evening. It just a little bit different. My usual camera went kablooey. So I have the spare kind of like his bicycle camera. tire, kind of like my bicycle tire. You should have seen what. It, see if John actually showed up on time, he'd have seen what my camera was doing. And uh, I haven't adjusted this one properly yet, but we will make it through the night. And by the way, for you folks listening on the radio, it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. <laughs> it just doesn't matter. John, how are you tonight? I'm just ducky, to say the least. And I, Granny Annie, 
uh, actually got her got an opportunity to cook a meal, although it very, uh, albeit simple. She uh, cooked up some uh, cooked up some brats, some mac and cheese, and mm-hmm. a little bit of uh, baked beans, and there's some eating. There's some fine eating. Oh. Of course, I love bratwurst. I, I I laid off the beans just because. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I don't have that. Uh, <laughs> I don't have that stuff that I sh- told you about. That uh, <laughs> and we I, are, I don't have that handy. And we are investing. We are investing heavily in smellovision technology. So that's uh, it's as like, well we should. It's like you're here. So hey, I, I just to. Uh, I spent the last couple hours here, here in the uh, in uh, in the vault. Though that's where I'm broadcasting from tonight, deep in the vault. We have studios all up and down the uh, both towers here, and so I was kind of tied up. I didn't really, I haven't really paid much attention to the news today. Apparently, there was some kind of a shooting in front of the White House. This is no don't joke. Get too excited! Don't no, get no, too no, excited. No, it wasn't. No, uh... no, I know. <laughs> I just saw the video. Of him uh, being told he has to leave, and he he didn't seem to understand the question. Uh, but yeah, somebody out on the front lawn, or, or I, I have zero details other than no, I, I don't have any details either. I understand it was outside of the White House, right? Uh, the um, a oh. the person who was the quote unquote perpetrator was shot. I don't know his condition. Anybody, by the way, that has that information here before I find it somewhere on the on uh, Twitter, uh, welcome to bring it on here because this was, you know, like I was tied up myself. I didn't have any idea um, had anything had happened other than I I loved it when he came back in. One of the uh, one of the press corps asked him if they put him down in the uh, bunker. Oh, bunker! Thank you. That's the word I was looking for. That's what I'm here for, Pally boy. <laughs> yeah, so I, I I don't know. Well, it would have been okay. Happened. It would have been okay. It's not like he doesn't know the way. Well, no kidding. Well, so look, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be kind of looking at the Twitter here as we go and see if all uh, right, okay, see if I can't uh, figure out what the hell happened to him. You do that, and by the way, it's uh, it's safe to make phone calls here into uh into the station if you're interested and by the way john and without giving too much away okay i kind of mentioned it to you before we went on the air but we are this close we're in we're in close negotiations have a special guest host coming up in the near future oh i'm looking forward to it i can't give out names i can't say who it may or may not be but uh if if this works out well uh John and this person will will host the show, an entire show without me. <laughs> I am not gonna. I am not gonna go there. Sure now, but Ed said Ed told me that he was going to. Uh, all he's gonna do is work the board. That's it. I'm he's just... not. He's not gonna say. A, he's not gonna say a word. Nope. 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 I am uh, taking bets, uh, well, ladies well. and gentlemen. I am yeah. taking bets. You take bets. You take whatever it is you need to take. And uh, anyway, I just wanted to put that out there. Where you, uh, it's very exciting. And it's not I'm, going. It's not going to be. Uh, it's not going to be Mike King. Now, it, his. Uh, when was his birthday? Wasn't it over the weekend? And it, did I forget? To, no, it was Friday. Or, we t- we talked about it Thursday. 
Oh, did we? Okay. I, I remember, I wished Mike a happy birthday. My nephew turned 37. Good God, my oldest nephew turned 37. How the hell did that happen? Oh, that's right. Now I, it's all coming back to me. And, and it was my half birthday. It's just, it's just six months. I happen to be that's... exactly, I just happen to be exactly six months from those two. It's just oh, an you and you and my you and my kids. It's my half birthday. Uh, it's my birth month. Good lord. We went through this on Thursday. I don't celebrate I know we did. It. I don't celebrate it. I just it's here. Here's the you half birthday. Commemorate mark. it. You tell I note it. I, I, I make a note of it. Here. This there's two people I know that have this birthday and my business partner died on that day. And it also coincidentally happens to be exactly six months to my birthday. That's all. I don't celebrate. I don't. There's no. Well, well then I guess. Um, I guess I'd be close to having a half birthday, too, because I didn't think about it. Yesterday. Seeing, yeah. So seeing as you and I don't uh, or you and I share a different opinion on that. But uh, yeah, I guess yesterday was it's just a halfway mark. My half birthday. It's just it's just halfway through the year. That's all. That's all. I want half a cake. Oh, have a have a minute made. All right. Have I, a, I am. You know what? I have, am enjoying it. Have a thirty second made. <laughs> there you go. Good plan. Seven five four eight zero zero chat. Seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. It's the number if you want to join in on this little thing here. Like I said, I've got my. I got one eye, one eyeball on the Twitter here to see if there's any more information as to who was trying to shoot up the White House. Uh, and I've got, I've got a, I've got a surprise for you, John. I've got something oh, that you uh-oh. have that you have been asking for. Are you ready? I, I am ready. Do I need to be back on screen here for that? <laughs> I'm back on screen. So okay, here you go. Uh huh. That's for you. That's for you. Is that the reason why you played the Jetsons theme? I, uh, actually, today? I was I was going to play the Jetsons anyway. Uh, by the uh-huh. way, for those of you who don't watch on the scope, we play a little tune eh, about two minutes or so out of the start of the show, and uh, today we we chose the Jetsons, and and it dawned on me as I was doing it. Son of a gun, John's been asking for that. Uh. For oh that, yes, for that drop. Jay, stop this crazy thing! I had to do a lot of work on that to get that. There's sound effects that had to be taken out, but anything for you, Bubby. Anything oh, for you. I, I appreciate it. Now, now tell me the truth. Was there anything that uh, happened to you in the last couple of days while riding this here bicycle that made you think no. of that? No. Although I did something stupid today, kind of stupid. Oh. So I took the bicycle out and I went to, I ran some errands. Had a nice little day. I'm planning on riding to a, a park that's about three miles from here pretty soon dur- during the week. Well, uh, I, I'm still still getting the hang of it. I was going to do it Sunday and I didn't. But anyway, so I got back today and right now my battery is just a little bit over halfway. So I figured, well, let's take it in. Let's charge it. Now uh-huh. to to rem- now you can charge it in the bike, but of course I leave the bike in the car, so I can't run a cord out there. I can't. 
So, but you can remove the battery. The bike bends on the frame. You release a latch and the bike bends on the frame. Where the Okay. And when you open it up, there's the battery right there. So there's a little button that you have to use the key. You turn the key. This button depresses and it allows the battery to come out. Well, I stood there for five minutes fighting this battery to try to get it out. And finally, I realized after, oh, I, I put a wrench handle in there, and I'm pulling, and I'm yanking, and I'm yanking, and I'm pulling. And I realized the keys are in it, you nitwit, and that's what's holding it. Because the, the keys go in from the bottom. <laughs> so all this yanking and pulling I'm doing, the key is just stopping it from. Don't you hate when that happens? God, I, I, I do. <laughs> I, I, I held you personally responsible. Why? Because that does not surprise me. It shouldn't at this point. It should not. No, it should. does not surprise me at all. It should not. Oh goodness. So what else do we have? Anything? I got nothing. Exciting I, here. Let's see if we got anything uh, other than uh, this. Any one of you lily-livered, bow-legged varmints care to slap leather with me? <laughs> I just got a kick out of that Yosemite Sam bit. That's all. After the Yosemite, and like I say, every time I hear that, I, uh, I'm thinking of, uh, I'm thinking of them people. I'm thinking, especially them people out there in Sturgis right about now. Yeah. Uh, did Did you see the promo? No. I did actually. You did. Okay. There'll be a lot of bikes for sale. Some great deals on bikes in about six weeks. Mm-hmm. No, I, I definitely, and you shared time with that with Hulk Hogan. A.K.A. Joe Biden. That uh, is correct. That is correct. Uh, you <laughs> what can you pl- going to do, God? With- <laughs> that, was, that was cute when I first saw that. Yeah, you can find today's promo on the Twitter at Taxi Stand Hour. We put one out every day that there's a show. Where Lately, we've been putting a little little funny memes up there or whatever we can we can find just to just to try to grab y'all's attention and all exactly that. let me know if it worked yeah well, <laughs> well we'll find out when the ratings come in we'll exactly. find out we'll find out then so uh so apparently well, the, go ahead go ahead go ahead you go ahead uh, apparently we still don't have a deal uh from congress from the house from the senate uh, Mitch McConnell wearing a tan suit, by the way, again. The nerve! They were ready. They were ready to lynch Obama the one time he wore a much better looking tan suit, and and looked good doing it. By the way, uh, of course, uh, Rich Mitch is blaming everybody on the Democratic side. Uh, the Democrats are blaming all the Republicans. Trump is making promises he knows he can't keep. Uh, by the way, for all of those of you uh, scoring at home, and of course, even if you're alone, he did not sign executive orders, plural. He signed one. One. That covered, that covered several avenues. But the rest of them were memorandums. Just memos oh, okay. to different departments. He did practically nothing. And what he did, he won't be able to get away with anyway. Because he doesn't control. Congress, the House, controls the money. Exactly. He can't, unless you want to take the money from your wall, which he took. He's going to go, he's going after Social Security. And they're in the, you know, Social Security shouldn't be touched. What burns me about Social Security, that should be a ton of money in there. 
Money I put in 40 years ago should still be sitting there. Yeah. As fast as it comes in, it goes right back out again. It's used for too many other things. And uh, and and all this nonsense about a, a, a payroll tax cut. First off, you need a job to get a payroll tax cut. And this is not this is not free money. This is going to have to be repaid by by people getting this. It's just things oh, that are, But you hear what he said though? If he gets reelected. If he gets reelected, I'm going to forgive that. No. He said oh, he, 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 he might be able to. Besides that you, you want to talk about somebody that's just so oh god damn. For for the average working schmo it means very precious little. A couple of bucks a week. 20, 30 bucks a week, if that. Something like that. $600 a week is what people need right now. People need jobs to have payroll taxes removed from them. And boy, oh boy, just the idea of him doing all this at, at his golf club with all those uh, golf uh, members standing there who... Who pony up three hundred fifty grand a year, a year, to be a member of these this club, three hundred fifty grand a year. Mm-hmm. You can pay a good number of people a decent salary. You can pay five teachers very nicely out of that. Exactly. Tapping out for the moment, but I'll be back. Exactly. I'm not traveling. <laughs> I'll be right here by the turnbuckle. Okay. Oh, so apparently, uh, old Sheriff Joe out there in Arizona, <laughs> I guess, ran for his uh, uh, ran for his old job, trying to get that back. You know what they told him, uh, don't you? They said, "See ya." Nope. See ya. Yep, See ya. There you go. Nope. Sorry, Joe. People are actually starting to grow brain in. Uh, mm. Arizona. I understand Arizona is still a red state. Uh, I get that whole thing. But at least Arizona doesn't seem to be a way off wacko red state. Well, they've got um, their share. That desert sun will. Well, yeah, it just kind of bakes in. And well, so, yeah, I, I do get it. What's going to be very telling is as we move along here in Arizona, Unfortunately, as the body count starts starts rising, yeah, exactly. Uh, they're they're really gonna really gonna see it. I heard a number today. I think it was Germany. They're down to like seven people a day. Yeah, I mean it's still seven deaths too many, but uh, all these countries are uh, they've either eradicated it completely, or you know they beat it down to the point that it's you know, it, it's less than 10 a day. It's a handful of, again, still bad, but nothing like we're doing here. We're, we're cranking out a grand a day plus uh, here in the U.S. And you wonder, we don't have to build a wall. Nobody wants us. Nobody wants to come here now anyway. No kidding, right? My goodness. Uh, the question is, can we survive till January? That's that's really the the big question here because... We look. We're gonna have to wind up going back on another lockdown. You know, there's, you're not the only one that's saying that. There's no question. A lot of the experts are saying we need to. Uh, 
look, we did what we needed to do at first. The problem was we have crappy leadership. Yeah. We have a leader who was sitting there denying its existence. Exactly. We could have been over and done with this a couple of months ago. We're not going to eradicate it completely, but we could have been, it could have been managed. People back to work. It would still be there, but we could stop the outbreaks. Okay. Yeah, we may, all may have to wear a mask for the next year or so. But you know what? Small price to pay to have, uh, uh, what are we at now? 165,000 dead in this country? Five million cases? Oh, but uh, it's only, only 165 million dead. Only 165,000. Excuse me. I'm sorry. My bad. That's okay. Oh, I know. But it's still. A, well, unless you're one of those dead, then it's a pretty big thing. Unless you're the family of one of those people that died who didn't get a chance to spend their last moments, you know, with, with their with their loved ones. Yeah, then it's... Uh, but that's okay. You can make up for it by buying one of those. I just think... Let me finish, John. You can make up for it by buying one of those. Go ahead. I'm sorry. It's the third time I'm going to try to get this joke out. (laughs) You can make up for it by buying one of those really cheap used motorcycles in about a month. Damn. Oh, it just didn't come off. I should have just let you have it the first time. Yeah, yeah, you should have. I I apologize. I was on another screen, so I wasn't. Second time. see you. Second second time as well. But go ahead. I'm sure what you have to say is much more interesting and hilarious. Well, it is actually, oh, but that's well, neither here nor there. Well, apparently not. Um, but no, it's funny you mentioned that, that two people in particular are calling for a national lockdown. The president of the Minneapolis Federal Reserve and uh, also the... Minnesota director of the Center for Infectious Disease Research. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name is Dr. Michael Osterholm, uh, the uh, uh, the Federal Reserve Chief in uh, Minneapolis is Neil Karshkaki, I think, or no, Kashkari. Kashkari is his name. But yeah, they totally agree. I uh, I, I mean, I don't see any way around this nationally. Because, but we need to take it, it needs to be taken more seriously than it's been. Yeah. And again, like it or not, Trump's got the ear of these people. We yeah. need our We need our leader to say, hey, look, here's what we got to do. I'm going to wear a mask. You all wear a mask. It's pretty simple what we need to do. It's not rocket science. Uh, we could have, again, we could have, all right, the, the, we didn't get it done the first time. That first lockdown was so we could be ready to fight this thing. Apparently we, 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 we pissed that opportunity away. Well, you see, the thing is, is short of a complete lockdown where you're locking down bars and restaurants again and everything, you basically roll back everything that was, uh, that's what's going to happen. You know, that's but got as long as this half, as long as it's going half-assed, everybody is going to insist that um, 
we that it keeps going that we just say to hell with masks to hell with uh right this and that you know for too long and your haircut isn't going to be enough they're going to want a beard trim too oh heaven forbid yeah well, i mean as it is we got people out there creating creating near riots because they don't want to do the simplest thing which is wear a mask exactly uh so I mean, they'll go, they'll go nutty if they have to go on lockdown again. I'm not looking forward to it. But I personally don't see any other way around this. Many, many countries have proven this. Have proven that this is how they beat it down. Uh, uh, New Zealand. New Zealand is back to full life. Full stadiums and sports have been for a month or two. They've been... Uh-huh. And and meanwhile, we're we're playing baseball with the uh, with the uh, cardboard cutouts. By the way, I was watching a little bit of the of the uh, uh, Indians White Sox last night, and they put up uh-huh. a gra- they put up a graphic. Uh, right now, the Cardinals have lost more games than anybody. It's thirteen. I not lost mm-hmm. had postponed due to right. COVID. Marlins, Marlins are back to play, but they've lost, they've missed ten games, and it goes uh-huh. down. Then you get a team like the Yankees, and I just I remember because they specified it. Yankees have missed seven games, had nothing to do with where they've been, but they were scheduled to play. I guess you know who In they, these other cities were. They were scheduled to play Philadelphia, who missed some games, and the Marlins, who right. you know. So, and there's about, I think it was about twelve teams affected. Down to, you know, the bottom six, one or two games apiece, which are easy to make up. But now look at the Cardinals. you got 13 games. Uh, and by the way, they're not playing till at least Thursday night. They were supposed to be in Pittsburgh or playing Pittsburgh tonight, tomorrow, Wednesday. And that's already been, been postponed. They got like 17 or 19 people uh, with, with, with the Rona. And how are they going to make up these games? Sure, you can start whacking on double headers, but my oh my this is going to be you know and i want to see well, it, I, I want to see it succeed but i honestly think that they're going to wind up having to go by winning percentage can't that's going to be i don't think now if every other team in the nl let let's take the national league central okay let's say the cardinals they're able to pick back up Let's say they miss a total of 15 games due to the due to the virus. And now they play 45 games. But the Cubs had to go out and play 60 games. So now, is it fair if if the percentage points are... are, are uh, the, the, I could do the math, but I'm not going to. Let's say the Cardinals winning percentage is five points more than the Cubs. But the Cubs had to win 12 more games to get there. That's, well, this has to be. If you're going to do that, it has. There has to be a number, a minimum no. number of games played in order in order to qualify. In a in a in a normal year, <coughs> excuse in me. A, in a situation like that, baseball will any games that were that were postponed. Some games never get made up because there's no point in it. Right. You know, now, but you will see on occasion some years where. Two teams that haven't seen each other in two months have to play a game 
after the regular season ends or somewhere near the end of the season to make up because that game is going to be important for other teams as far as the standings go. And yeah. or or they're they're in it, they're, you know, they're in the race as well. And this way everybody has played the same number of games. That's what they're going for. I I, I don't don't really think it's fair to let one team play well, some of you will play 40 games, some of you will play 60 games. I that's just not fair at all. Yeah. Even even 55 to 60. No, 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 no. I play 60, you play 60. Now, if, yeah. if now if every team only plays 55, well, that's, you know, that's one thing. That's a shortened season. Uh Well, you, you get, see the thing is too is you have to remember that the 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 Rona isn't going to be the only thing that's going to wind up causing games to be lost. No, you're going to have weather problems. You're going to have, you know, you're going to have your rain outs. Yeah. Uh, they better get accustomed to the idea of double headers and uh, maybe the oddball triple header here and there. Wouldn't that be something? Triple header? Doggy. Oh, I'd have to look it up. There were some triple headers like a million years ago. I think I heard that. But, uh, but I they, couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you when or where or who was involved oh, or anything a, else. It's been a crazy long time since that happened. But you and I are both old enough to remember when there were double scheduled double headers. Scheduled double headers, absolutely. Oh, the Phillies are in town for two on Sunday. They're playing Friday, Saturday, and two on Sunday. <laughs> hey, let's play two. Let's play Ernie Banks, Mister Cub. Uh, that was yes. a little, a little bit more difficult in Chicago, you know, because they oh, always no. ran, they ran into that darkness thing. But yeah, so playing a doubleheader is not that, you know, that's that really is part of the fabric of baseball. It's uh, it's one of the only team sports that actually has that as part of their culture is to play back to back games, right? Uh, you know, with whatever it is. And I think I've only been to one doubleheader in my life. Oh, I was went to quite a few when I was a wee lad. Now, I found out there was a difference. A true doubleheader. You paid once to get in the stadium. Exactly. And there was an hour, hour and a half in between games, something like that. Uh-huh. But now a twilight doubleheader was something different. That was a day game, a one o'clock game, and a regular seven o'clock game. That was two different games. You couldn't stay for uh, for the second game. In other words, yeah, you, they're you, also called split doubleheaders too. I think. Well, yeah. Well, to my, I always knew it as a twilight night doubleheader. That's you know day night doubleheader. Uh, right. But it was a little, it was a little different. But anyway, yeah. So that that's what the uh, kids and kittens will have to do. Did I say kids and kittens when we started out tonight? I don't remember. I don't even remember. Is it that ubiquitous now that we don't even... I don't remember saying it. And you don't remember hearing it? It must be. Must be. Must be. Can you spell ubiquitous? I Absolutely not. I can't even say it. <laughs> you look like you're about to pass out. If, if you're listening on the Redidio, uh I'm looking at John right now, and he is so comfortable... He is hanging on to that microphone for dear life. You look like that's what's keeping you uh, upright. 
is holding on to I know you're not actually holding on to the microphone but it looks like it oh just, no because I'm still I'm still kind of scouring the news to to find out who tried to kill the president everybody oh I thought now, it was they may you know it's it's funny what if um here's something for you what if somebody shot what if somebody uh fired shots at the in the White House complex or somewhere near the White House and nobody gave a damn to uh, report it. Literally, I have a group here that's only news feed, CBS, NBC, right. Uh, right. Uh, CNN, MSNBC. I get it. I get uh, it. Yeah. I And nobody's covered it. Nobody's talking it. There's no Twitter chatter about it either. No, that's I started. I, I found one clip. Once I kind of, I kind of got one of them. I was like, "Holy smokes!" And uh, yeah, no, you think it wasn't even uh, trending really. It's a Trump press conference. Uh so, but again, as as we already know, uh, Kanye West, Kanye West could uh, could shoot Donald Trump on Fifth Avenue, and I'd still vote for Joe Biden. Exactly. Oh, there's a great. You got. I, I'll retweet it. There's a great selfie woman took with Rudy Giuliani. And she did a video version of it. Giuliani, this is on a street in New York here in Manhattan someplace. Giuliani's wearing the red hat, the the, the maggot hat. Uh, He takes off his glasses with his big phony smile. And she's there with a big smile on her face as as she's taking the picture or taking the video. She says, and she's got that big, you know, say cheese smile on her face. She says, uh, you know, you're a disgrace to this nation and this city. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. I'll put it, I'll retweet it uh, on at tex, Taxi Stand Hour. On the Twitter, we will, uh, or it might make it onto the, matter of fact, that'll probably make it onto the webpage tonight. So, well, you can also look on RadioTFI.com. It'll, uh It'll be there. It'll make its way there too. I see. It will make its way there. We're uh, we're, we're we're getting very diligent with putting things. Oh, by the way, speaking of speaking of, we we have a uh, uh, our good pal Soul Cab out there on the West Coast, out San Francisco way. Have you seen? He's into the video making business now. He is. I see that. Did you see that? Yeah, we're. I've already got them. They're already on the. Uh, on the website if you're not familiar with soul cap or at the very least the videos he started producing please please go to radio tf tfi.com it's uh, i've i've posted them there uh they're they're very good they're very good um uh i'm duly impressed duly impressed hey he's, he's a talented young man yes yes and now now i feel the gauntlet has been thrown and i'll have to do something Ooh, there you go. All I have is a radio station on a website. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, there was one piece of news, though, that uh, that people were covering in the uh, on that I see on Twitter. I didn't know that had happened, but apparently uh, seven cabbies have been uh, robbed at gunpoint in as many days in Brooklyn. Mm, Yeah, I saw something about that. Uh, now they're talking about possibly, uh, oh, what, what did I, what did I see here? They want to have a special police, uh, 
right. hotline. Yeah, there already is one. It's this. called nine one one. Well, well, there you go. I mean, it's called nine one one. You don't need a special hotline. They're not going to get there any faster for you. No, isn't that, isn't that the truth? You're absolutely right on no, that. No, seriously. And I'm not saying that to be a jackass. No, you, no, you're correct. There ain't no, uh, no lying there. How about this, cabbies? We come up with a special code, a special phone number. You won't have to dial all the numbers. Just say three of them. Okay, Google, dial 911. It's like, oh, 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 got it before i got it cut off before uh it actually rang well good anyway it wouldn't have mattered because we spent good money for those fortified doors on the uh, northern command center so it's it it shan't be an issue so anyway yeah, yeah well, uh, unfortunately i have a window though they can get through fairly easy now now i didn't read the story i glanced at it are they taxi drivers or are they uh uber and lyft drivers uh, you know, I already wiped it off of my uh, Twitter. I'm assuming they're taxi drivers. Just I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb here and assume that they're taxi drivers. All right, so you're a taxi driver, which means here in New York City, you have a barricade. You have a divider. You know what the problem is? They all ride around with them wide open. They don't know enough to take your basic safety, which is lock your front doors. Exactly. So nobody can open them and drag you out. Close the, and, and a lot of them, the, half the divider slides open. From the top of the seat up to the ceiling, you can open the whole thing up and it's wide open. You can reach right around and put a gun to somebody's head. Uh, yeah. It was kind of one of the things I liked about the, the, one of the few things I liked about the Nissan wheelchair van I had. It was uh, one solid piece of plexiglass, floor to ceiling, side to side. There's no way to access the driver unless you unlock the doors for them. But you wanted, you said you wanted a little Uber news. Here's a little Uber news for you. I was in the middle of, for, a, uh, of something, uh, but you go right ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I guess I just, I, I'm not looking at the screen, so I'm not catching your. Can you hear me? I can hear you, but it sounds like you paused. I did pause. It's okay to pause. Obviously not in my world. Apparently not. Apparently not. I got to give you a wink at you to to get you to let me keep talking? My goodness gracious. You know when we won't have that argument? (laughs) What? When Garen co-hosts. You got it. I'm sorry. When the mystery guest co-hosts. You got it. That's right. Well, I'll be in your ear anyway. Well, yeah, that's bad enough as it is. Uh, Anyways, um, reported by uh, Kim Barrett uh, from over in the UK. Uber has lost $23.2 billion since they started trading. Now, this is is according to Naked Capitalism. Yeah, go ahead. All right, that's it. That was a hard pause. That means I was done. I thought we were going to talk about stocks now. 
Well, that was all I had for it. Thought I'd give you some news to smile about. I dragged out the stock ticker and everything. Well, hey, I'm proud of you for that. Man, oh man, so another toy you wanted. And I got it for you. But no. Yeah, well, just like a child, I get bored with the toys after a while. <laughs> Do you have anything you'd like to interrupt me over? Or? No, you go right ahead. Oh, I'm going to catch that nap you invited me to take. Oh, man, I got nothing. I got nothing. Oh, well, now you got nothing. Right now I got nothing, but give me a minute. <clears throat> I'll have something when, uh, once you start talking. And, of course uh, you will. What was I talking about? Oh, yeah, I was talking about the Nissan cab, the wheelchair taxi. It had okay. the one-piece one barricade, which was really nice. And I had long ago gotten into the habit of always locking my front doors. Because uh, I got tired of, A, I don't like people sitting up front, unless they absolutely have to. And, B, uh, at least down in Lauderdale, you had smart-ass valets. You'd pull up, and they would open your door. Do I look like I'm staying? So, and and just the idea of somebody coming up and trying to uh, do me ill will, do me harm. Right. So I long ago got in the habit of locking my front doors. So now if you've got the front doors locked and you've got your, uh, your bulletproof divider closed the way you're supposed to, uh, the most they're going to do is shoot up the back, you know, the back seat. It Either that or get out and shoot the uh, driver's or passenger side window in front. Well, yeah, you can do that, but and 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 on top of that, a lot of the a lot of the business they're doing these days are credit cards. Yeah. So they're they're not even carrying cash. Look, we used to go through this down in Waterdale. Every place goes through this. Every uh, couple of years or so, some genius would figure out, hey man, the taxis are like uh, rolling ATM machines. I almost said it. Rolling ATMs. It's not an ATM machine. That's the M in ATM. Yes. And you would get this stretch of... They would they would usually be able to hit between five and eight cabs before they got caught. And always did it out of the basic same areas, which meant after the first couple, okay, those areas got no cabs because nobody was working over there. One I remember distinctly, there was a Dunkin' Donuts, and this guy just kept calling for cabs from that same Dunkin' Donuts. And it didn't take long. I think he he lasted four. Uh, and the fifth time, the police were right there. They picked him right up because he just kept going to the same place. And But again, that was also during a time when we carried much, much more cash because everybody paid in cash. Uh we still got chuckle butts that drive for our company that with the private pay rides, they, they want to, when a customer wants to pay with a credit card and they, oh, I got to have cash. I got to have cash. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. These guys are flipping idiots. Give me a credit card. I'll take your card. Well, yeah. Yeah. That, I might even give it back. I might. I might. That was actually what I always told everybody, you know, and if it's good, well, I may go out and buy a nice stereo for myself or. Uh, that was one of the ways we, the private customers that I had and the group of guys that I, that I worked with, that was one of the first ways we, we managed to keep people. 
American business travelers. They want to pay with a credit card. We're more than happy to do it. Pay with two credit cards. We're okay with that. Exactly. Because everything that they would get an argument from, that no need, credit cards, air conditioning, the route. Why are you fighting with people about this? You're, you're by law, you're supposed to go the most direct route. And, uh, I mean, it was interesting. Our people, once they figured out the way we did it, obviously we picked them up at home. We took them to the airport. Okay. On the inbound flights, when they were coming back, they would call us day before that day, whatever. Uh, we would always ask them just to call before you got on the plane. Don't wait till you get to Lauderdale. Let us know that you're coming so we can have somebody there. And we could also track the flight. So if it was delayed, we knew. Uh, it always sounded a bit more complicated than it was. Our pickup process, which was give us the flight information, call or text with the flight info. And uh, when you get in and you get your bags, meet us at the departure level. And give us a call. And uh, because we couldn't sit at the, you know, you can't sit at the terminals. So we would sit just off, off the property. You know, we had a bunch of spots we sat in and we hung out in. And we'd be like two minutes out, two minutes out, uh, which eventually meant for the, the, our folks that had luggage. Well, by the time they got their bag and made it upstairs, we were pulling up. So I didn't mind the extra thing of having to go upstairs. That was that was about it. And they were thrilled because it was a driver they knew. And, okay, let's go home. And no fuss, no muss. The credit card, bada-bing, AC's on. How are you? Uh, our, our bedrock customer, our cornerstone customer, Dan, was a great guy. All of his rides went the same way. didn't matter who was picking him up. Uh, you picked him up at the airport. It was always 11, 12 o'clock midnight flight. You would chit-chat until you got to the first major street outside the airport. We took the uh, surface roads to his place. <clears throat> Once we got to that particular road, Dan opened his laptop and went to work. <laughs> he was cordial and pleasant for the first couple of minutes of the ride. Then I was like, okay, I'm going back to work. All right, we'll talk again when we get to the house. Get to the house, another minute or two of chit-chat and... There you go. There Bob's your uncle. There you go. Bob's your uncle. But that's the there great thing go. is that you get to know your customers. And, but well, again, course. But again, every time we viewed it as a good thing, we encouraged these knuckleheads to treat customers badly because once they got a whiff of us, oh, man, you got a card? Yep, yep. There's, X, there's six or eight of us we work, you know. Excuse me. If it's not me, it'll be one of my pals and yada, yada, yada. And it was a good system, and it worked because people did not have to fight. We had a guy working with us very, very briefly, and he took, as it happened, this guy, Dan. We let him pick him up one one morning from the airport. And uh, this driver had, this driver had uh, another pickup that had nothing to do with us. Dan wanted to stop in an ATM on the way home. It was 4 o'clock in the morning. There's no traffic. 
So he wanted to stop in the ATM so he could have cash for the morning. Any one of us would have, sure, Dan, I'll, uh, I'll give you cash out of my pocket. I don't care, you know. Uh, this guy, Kurt, man, he gave him a hard time because he didn't want to stop because that was going to mess up his other ride. And uh, that was the last time we used him. You know, we had guys we used as backups when, uh, 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 and that was that was the last time we let him. Uh, Dan called and spoke to those that he had to speak to, and uh, hey, look, we're not going to lose you. I'll lose a driver in that case before I lose a customer. You know, we gave you a shot. Absolutely, we gave you a shot at you know it was all primo work. It was all forty, fifty dollar jobs, everything we had, you know, uh, on a good day you can knock out, you know, look we had the day shift would 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 take them to the airport, the night guys would bring them home from the airport, and whatever else in between, and uh, I mm-hmm. was good. I was good for eighty to one hundred bucks a day off the phone alone, and uh, and I hated to see people ruin that. Oh, you know it. First, that was back in the day when. When cab companies, cab organization, you know, whether you were a full-blown company or an organization of, of uh, cabs like you had, basically. It's kind of a sub-company. That was four years ago. You know. You, uh, yeah. No, people we, don't care. No. The industry doesn't care about that anymore. No. And again, we had a few of us that were all like-minded. And that was, look. The work comes first. You got to get the customer to the airport. You screw up once, that's it. You're done. This work is too good, too valuable. And then, of course, as Uber came along, it became even that much more precious. Exactly. Because to know, you know, I would have, and of course, as we started losing drivers, then, you know, more of the work. I tried to talk to guys. We had a lot of guys over the years, and and they just couldn't understand. Don't be greedy. Don't be greedy. Mm-hmm. We had this wonderful system set up where all you had to do was do the right thing. Okay, if you don't get one today, you're gonna get one tomorrow. It's a the idea was to build the work. Build the work. We had a bunch of people that were word-of-mouth customers. Oh, Maureen, my building uses you guys. She raves about you. Believe me, I we got a lot of customers that way, just simply word-of-mouth. And, uh, oh, she says you guys are on time. You you know, is, is, it, is it a problem to pick me up at the airport? Absolutely not. That's what we do. We live for that stuff. Uh, pick them up. Bop, bop, bop. And... Uh, and it was a shame how some guys would just, uh, you know, look, look down their nose at it. Look down their nose at it. Uh, we had one guy. God, he's been in the business now easily 40 years, 40 plus years. And just before I left, about the year before I left, we had to throw him out of the group. He had had a tough, tough year or so. His wife passed and, you know, he slid into a real deep depression, I think. His dog died, which I think... No joke affected him more than his wife. But that's no joke. I wish it was a joke, but it's not. Uh, But then he just started blowing off customers. You know, we'd have a scheduled pickup. You know, 
7 a.m., pick up Mrs. McGillicuddy, going to the airport. And they're waiting for us. They're expecting us to be there on time. Or at the very least, the phone call. You know, that's happening. Right. Cars, cars break down. It, it happens. Yeah, and then you'd call them, Graham, what happened? Oh, I just, I just didn't feel like going. Well, we can't use you anymore, buddy. I can't, you know, I can't afford to lose business like that. And uh, Absolutely. You know, it was tough as it was to find like-minded drivers who were willing to, look, it was a co-op, you know, more or less. Uh, you throw your people in, I throw my people in. Everybody throws their people in the mix. Uh, you know, if you can't cover them, we, we cover people for you. And, uh, and then, of course, we have the stuff that we got as a group. And, you know, some people are just too effing greedy. Just too effing oh, I greedy. Know. I hear you. And uh, that's part of the reason why, why, why the business has, has yeah, tanked. That's one of the, if you want to point at one of the things that has been a, an Achilles in this industry. And the sad part about it is it still is an Achilles in this I industry. Know. We haven't... We haven't learned anything yet about uh, uh, what Uber has done to us and what have you. And by the uh, way, it's not like Uber's winning awards for customer service. They're not. Uh, no, absolutely not. They're not. But look, like it or not, a cab driver these days, you've got you've got to go heavy on customer service. That's mm -hmm. what that's what we did. We were big on customer service. You know. We didn't show up. We showed up early. We did whatever we had to do, you know. Uh, but if you're not going to look, if the customer is not there, if they don't call anymore, then go ahead. You want You want You, you, you want to run people around? Yeah, well, then there's pretty soon there's going to be nobody left to run around. You, you can't. You want to. You want to go through this whole credit card thing? How many new drivers now? Driver, right now you have drivers with five, eight years in the business who have always had to take credit cards, and yet they still fight about it. Why? Because you mm -hmm. got some old-timer goofs who tell them, well, you don't need to take the credit cards. And that's usually the people who owe the company money because – You got it. And look, I watch this. Uh, if you have credit cards uh, that you have to turn in, they take that off whatever you owe them first. That gets applied to your balance, and a lot of guys. And then we, of course, we had our our, our cameras, our in cab cameras. They everybody was told, don't cover the camera, don't. And guys, guys, just blatantly, and it triggers the camera when you do it. And everybody was told this: if you try to cover the camera with something, it's going to trigger the camera. Mm -hmm. I've seen I've seen probably fifty guys do that. And probably a good 30 of them got fired for it. it, it yeah, was, they're not playing around with that one. No, it was very interesting at the beginning. And I, even the last uh, little while I was down there, I heard this. I heard drivers say, well, my customers want their privacy. Your customers gave up all expectation of privacy when they stepped out of their house. Oh, it. You know, this is there for your safety and their safety. You know, it... it what are you talking about? You're passing government secrets along? <laughs> I had a woman yeah. once. I had a woman once. Uh, 
Well, I was on the dark side. And so we had this really great conversation. She told me some stuff, you know, she was having trouble with her marriage. But okay, you know, I sat there and I listened. Then she notices the dash cam. She says, oh, I didn't know you were recording this. I said, there's a big sticker right in front of you that says, and the camera, I'm not hiding the camera. Well, you have to erase that. Well, not, no, I'm not going to erase it. I'm not going to do anything with it, but I'm certainly not. I said, I have other things on that on that card right now. I can't erase that card until, you know, not until the day is over. And I, you know, I said, don't worry. It's not going anywhere. If we don't have a problem, then I said, right now that card's due to be erased at the end of the day. Right. You know, I just let it record over itself, blah, 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 blah. But, uh, no, no, no. I've learned, I learned the hard way about having that dash cam rolling. It still didn't go my way. Oh, absolutely. Still didn't. It still didn't go my way, but yeah. Oh. Could I uh, could I bust in here for just a couple minutes, just uh, sure, whatever you for like, just a little bit of a baseball story here before See we ya! take off. Oh, oh, I thought we were. <laughs> oh, you want to talk on the air? I was going to shut it down, but oh yeah, I would kind of like that. Just if if it's okay with you. Sure, go ahead. Talk about baseball. Okay, well. You'll get a kick out of this. Uh, the organist for the Atlanta Braves has a pretty damn good sense of humor. It, it turns out during Thursday's Braves-Blue Jays game, Braves organist, not the guy that's playing in your, your, your background there, uh, played Michael Jackson's Beat It as Blue Jays catcher Reese McGuire made his way to the plate. Apparently oh. he did this with... Uh, for fairly good reason. The organist was referring to McGuire's arrest for public masturbation earlier this year. Oh! Now there's been a, a, a lot of stadium organists. They, you know, the, especially with the visiting players, they'll, uh, the, they'll they'll have a little fun with them as to what they play, the walk-up music. Uh, mm-hmm. Wow, that's uh, that's something. McGuire's arrest had made news again when this week when uh, TMZ re- uh, released the arrest video. Uh, the Braves may have to give their organists a raise for that troll job. You don't dog on those Buffalo Blue Jays. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it! I got it in another folder. I have beat it here somewhere, but. Oh man, yeah, I thought that was a little humorous when I uh, it is when I it's first hum- saw that. It's humorous, and uh, plus to hear uh, beat it on the organ, you can never go wrong. Well, you beat it oh. with your own. No, what actually, you- I think he did the recording. I don't think he actually played beat it. What's better than roses on a piano? Two lips on an organ. Oh, uh, cards and letters. Wah, 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 wah. Oh, oops! I guess it's. Thank God that music's here now. Oh, all right. It's that time again. So for my good friend and cohort, Mr. Ed Van Ness, I'm John Shannon, and I got the money. See ya! See ya!